the contemplation now is beginning with these hungers, these cravings that drive the organism, drive you and me, you and me through life. And there's a very specific approach to contemplating them that I'd like to offer that I believe will support you. With each of these hungers, we're going to explore both the gratification that they offer and the, you might say, the danger or the, the tension and gripping they create that then itself cascades forward in a life of tension, in a personality fixated on satisfying the hungers. But the gratification is acknowledged. This is important. As the Buddha said, these sense delights and these, this becoming and so on is satisfying, gratifying, gratifying, pleasant. If it weren't, we wouldn't be so entranced by them all the time. So there's a frank acknowledgement in your practice now of the gratification and an investigation also of the tension and the gripping and the rigidifying and the uh, kind of tension that supports ignorance that also comes out of them. It's both. So beginning with the thirst for pleasure And we're talking about the sensory pleasures that includes not only the eye and the ear and the tongue and the nose and the body. Oh, all those bodily pleasures, they're so great. And the mind, all the entertainments of the mind all the things we feed to the mind, from art to trash, you know, all kinds of stuff. We feed the mind for pleasure. And what's that experience of, of not just being touched by what's pleasant, but of hungering for it? And then the satisfaction and hungering some more because you're not done. You might just change sense doors. Oh, I'm through looking at the sunset. Let's continue that wonderful conversation about Nietzsche. You know, I don't know what entertains you. Or maybe about the latest copy of the magazine, Us. So anything is possible here for what you mean by pleasure. And likewise, we know this powerful component of relational social pleasure, how we turn towards it, look for it, 
contrive to get it, fear its absence. But I really am inviting you specifically as you touch these pleasures, oh, that phone call, oh, that visit, the visit from my grandkids or the visit from my best friend on the coast or whatever, is to acknowledge the pleasure, touch the sense of uh, the longing that's associated with it, how that longing gets perhaps temporarily satisfied, and really, you know, in that pause, it's like, oh, yeah, pleasure. <laughs> you know, it's not a problem liking the pleasure. That's what you're built for, you know? That's what the, that helps the organism survive, right? I like the honey from the bees, and it gives me energy to go chase down the wild boar, you know, that kind of thing. But also, you can investigate how in that moment of the receiving or once it's gone, the wanting back, how the mind grips. That was good. When do I get it again? That was great. Oh, I really want to hold on to it. I hope it doesn't pass like everything does. Hello. But that's not what the mind is thinking. The mind is just thinking, oh, oh, this is so great. This is so great. This is so great. And in the, in the so great, it's so great. We don't recognize the tension. So be really frank with yourself and your meditation partner. Speak the truth. If you find yourself just giving a list of pleasures and sort of enjoying giving the list of pleasures, give yourself a pause. You'll see the hungering for pleasure now. Touch any tension or wanting or what have you now. And you're back in the moment. So both the gratification and the danger, the clinging and the gripping, and the forming of self and all of that around pleasures, sensual and social. Pausing, relaxing, opening relationally now, trusting emergence into this flux, out of this emergence, listening deeply, speaking the truth. We've touched the hunger for pleasure, and this seeking of pleasure underlies these other thirsts that we have. For example, when the thirst for becoming is manifest, 
it's pleasurable to have some success in becoming. Let's say to become accomplished or be acknowledged for an accomplishment is pleasurable. Or even the pleasure in the thirst for not becoming, the thirst to get out, the pleasure of finding some place of safety. So this thirst for pleasure is underneath. But this, these other two urgings are so significant in driving the life and forming the tensions that become identified as me, as self that they're worthy of investigation. The thirst for becoming manifesting as see me, hear me. The thirst for becoming manifest as holding on to some um, of the construction materials of the self, even the constant running along of the mind that keeps us knowing, I'm here, I'm here. The thirst for compliments, the for thirst for a companion that will validate. And as we explore this, we gently acknowledge both the gratification that, it, yeah, it feels good to be seen. It feels, feels good to have my accomplishments noted. It feels good to have people telling me how nice or how smart or how wise or how generous I am. It feels good to uh, have my name on that paper or that article. Or it feels good to, uh, uh, you know, when I uh, cook a nice meal or when I dance well or uh, what have you, say something clever, people laugh. It feels good. Touch the feeling good too. And you can touch the urge for more, the urge for new ways that that... You can touch the sense of gripping around protecting experience and wanting other experience. And so you're touching the danger also. It's a quite a tender thing. So I really encourage you to take your time to be kind and to not push yourself. The wisdom will do its work without your pushing yourself. Just stay present.
That's all. So both the gratification and the danger of the hunger to become, to become something, to exist and continue existing, the tenuousness that that which feeds existence might get lost. It's a tender human experience, this being so much in the hold of thirsting. So pause and relax will really support you, the kindness of relax. Trusting emergence and the release and letting go will support you as you contemplate the gratification and the danger of the thirst to become, to be seen, to exist and keep existing. Take your time. Let your meditation practice be primary. That kindness, as you go deeper into wisdom, that kindness becomes ever more essential. continue a little longer with the hunger to become, but I just want to offer a time for the mind to settle, to remember the essential attention to the meditation practice, so that we're always dropping into the awareness, even as we speak, there's mindfulness as we listen, even to this tender, shared human experience, there's mindfulness. And there's time for pause, relax. As I was saying, when you touch deep wisdom, it's necessary to come with deep kindness. Otherwise, the whole organism turns away when it's too much. So take your time. We'll have a moment now just to rest with that before I ring the bell and you continue your practice. the actual experiencing in the body-mind of the gratification when this thirst is given something to drink. 
the gripping, holding, tension associated with when we don't have it or wanting more or wanting it to last in a contingent world. Pause, relax. We move to the third hunger, which is the urge for escape, to get out. The extremes are terrible, harmful, obvious, and profoundly moving, but even our lives short of addictions and suicide as tender beings. Sometimes it's too much, and this is for everyone. This is for everyone. I hope you hear that, because if you touch this hunger for non-being, what in Pali is called vi-bhava-tanha, this hunger for not existing, It can seem like my problem rather than the body-mind unfolding according to circumstances and conditions. Conditions we're all subject to and we each have our own way of manifesting. One moment we seek the limelight, the next moment we seek invisibility. One moment we crave the emotional intimacy of being heard and seen, and one moment we fear intimacy. In this particular tanha, this particular thirsting, the gratification is coming from places where um, we successfully, if temporarily, escape, where the invisibility cloak works.
and what one meditator who had been an alcoholic noticed when contemplating this, the allure of invisibility. So if you allow yourself to touch the sweetness of that allure too, the satisfaction of it, maybe it's just the satisfaction of closing your front door and no one's home and the body-mind can rest unstimulated. And as with the other hungers, this hunger isolates us by not only the obvious fear and recoiling, but also by seeing other people in terms of how they fit with this pattern of thirst. And the danger as is held next to the gratification, the gripping, the holding, the wanting, the wanting to get the safety, to get the uh, uh, escape in whatever form, and then the tenuousness as we hold it and the gripping of the mind in protection and fear that will be discovered. Shame and unworthiness come in here, but so much more like day-to-day -day stuff does too. Just walking down the street can be too much. Put on the earphones, check out. Simple. There's a gratification in it, and then there's the possibility of being invaded and losing it. Touching a teaching such as this, patience, kindness, kindness offered internally and to the other is essential. And the pause, relax, will support you. Open will support you. The impersonality of emergence will support you if you remember simply to call it forth. It's there to notice. It's accessible. It's a practice. So if you find yourself just using the thinking mind to dive into the content, you're getting just a fraction of the benefit. No matter what, wisdom teachings are powerful. You could just talk about it and it could be useful 
and it could be actually quite nice to do that with another person. But to meditate is to pause and drop the identified frantic mind for a moment and dwelling in awareness locating the experience that gurgles or blossoms from this contemplation and maintaining this pause, relax, accept, allow as it blossoms forth and is spoken and as your partner speaks it's received and the mindfulness continues. This will really support your practice and the practice supports release. Release from the grip. We'll have a few more minutes for this last hunger to not become, to get out the yearning for invisibility, escape the recoiling from being, the withdrawing the fear of being, and both the gratification and the danger. What is gained in the moment of the pleasure of safety, of invisibility, and what is lost and the tension of the gripping and the fear as the world passes and changes. And the hunger goes on, insatiable, just like all the others. None of them will ever be satisfied. In fact, if you notice one of the other urges presenting itself, you can speak of that as well, touching the gratification and the danger here and now. Take your time. There's only a few minutes left, but each minute when there's mindfulness stretches to a kind of subjective infinity, so it's all okay. Let your practice support you. The kindness of the pause, the kindness of relax, the kindness of listening deeply and speaking the truth.
having touched the shared human experience of both the gratification and the danger of thirsting in this world, this organism carried forward, pushed. The shared human experience that is so, um, makes us so tender including those of us who are armored and difficult to get through to. The armor is built up in response to how can I be in this world? We're surrounded by suffering and the heart responds internally, this suffering of this being, of me, suffering of others. So this also ultimately is a source, not just of wisdom, of understanding, but of compassion. The heart vibrates, remains balanced, but vibrates with the actualities of this life. And now would be a good time for offering your gratitude to your partner and knowing that you're moving into a nice period of silence, rest, kindness to the body, perhaps some time to go outdoors and let the mind free itself up, be simple. Thank you very much for your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.